Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Moluño, and here we go. Hello, friends. This is Rosanna Moluño. Welcome. We are at episode 186, 186. Today is Thursday Love and Hate. In my hot little hand, I have 20 things that turn men off. How do I know? Because I've turned them off quite a bit. I just I found uh, bits and pieces from different, different websites and I put them all together and I got 20. And uh, a couple of them are actually my ideas things that have I, I've actually had to deal with. So let's not waste any time. Number one, she talks too much. It doesn't matter if she talks about herself a lot. It's the same thing. She just talks too much. Do you ever know those people that just talk too much? You can't even get a word, a word in. Number two, negative, critical of others. Somebody who's always negative, pessimistic, you don't have any optimism. You know, you think everything's bad. You assume that things are not going to turn out right before you even give it a chance, especially if you're critical of others, like people who insult verbally, you know, kind of like a bully, right? Nobody likes that. Number three, makes fun of you in front of others, or especially your friends. So like you're sitting all together, you're hanging out, and then all of a sudden, she just starts poking fun of you, you know, and saying something about, I don't know, your new haircut, let's say. And then the guys are like laughing at you at your expense. That's not cool. That's a turnoff. Number four is always on her phone. Something that happens all the time. And I think now with the way things are, everybody's always on their phone anyway. So be very careful. Try not to be on your phone if you're with him, especially if this is like a new guy or like on a new date or something, especially put your phone down. You shouldn't even have your phone on unless you have babysitters, you know, and you're trying to make sure that your kids are okay. That's different. But if you don't have that problem and you live by yourself and you're dating this guy, a new guy or whatever, you don't need your phone out. In fact, you shouldn't put your phone out. You should just put your phone in your bag. It shouldn't even be visible. You're focusing on him now, okay? Number five, baby voice. Oh my God, that is so annoying. <laughs> Do you guys remember Office Space? that redhead lady. I don't even want to make the mimic, but you know who I'm talking about, right? The little baby voice and girls trying to be cute. You know, if you're an adult woman, you don't need to be sounding like that. Okay. It's not cute anymore. It's not. It used to be the thing. I don't know why. And I still know people that do it. I don't know if they do it on purpose or maybe they've just done it for so long that it kind of stuck. Number six. Oh, we're getting into the bedroom. Cover your ears. Okay. I'll try to make this as less explicit as possible. Are you a dead fish? Do you know what that means? Are you a dead fish? Are you just laying there? Why would that be good for anybody? Would you like it if the guy just lay there and didn't do anything? Some people wouldn't mind. If you don't know how to do anything, watch a porno. I know that sounds really bad, but listen, it works. Just watch one. Pick up some pointers. You know, don't exaggerate, which leads me into this, this segue into number seven, which is don't be a porn star. Don't exaggerate. If that's not the way that you really are, if you're not a sexual person by nature, it's going to show up as fake. Anybody can see that it's fake if you're faking it, like flipping your hair back and moaning out loud and being loud, obnoxious, like everybody can see that that's fake. That's a turnoff, believe it or not. 
Okay. Number eight, you don't initiate. You just wait for him to do the, you know, make the first move. And that's a turnoff too. After a while, it gets a little boring and he's going to think she's not interested because she's not really even initiating anything. So she's probably not interested. He gets tired after a while. You know how nice it is for a woman to take initiation? It shows confidence. And I think that's a big plus for any woman. So if you're sitting there with a guy and you're really attracted to him and he's attracted to you and there's a mutual understanding, maybe you've already kissed before, you know, you're just kind of feeling each other, <laughs> kind of feeling each other out, so to speak. It's okay to make the first move if you've already done it. I mean, if you've already kissed and stuff, you know. All right, number nine, you're a little bit too aggressive, meaning you could hurt him in his private spots. <laughs> so be very careful don't manhandle stuff, okay? Be very gentle, all right? Because that's gentle, a gentle place and you don't want to hurt anything. Also, so, you know, not all men are like that, though I have to say some men are pretty uh, rough. They like things a little rough and that's okay. But if you don't know the person and you're starting to just meet them, I think the best, the safest way to approach it is just to be on the gentle side because that way you're not hurting anything and you don't know yet. So you're putting yourself in a positive place with him, he sees that you're interested and you're being nice and that's cool. And then later he'll probably say, you know, slap me a little. Okay, whatever. That's up to you. Number 10, she's too jealous. Men don't like women that are jealous. I think that's for every, most men, I think. Maybe 90% of men. Some men might find it exciting that she's jealous, but that's only temporary. <clears throat> he doesn't want you looking at his phone or peeking at his phone or who you talking to. Who's calling? Who is that? You know, it's different if you've cheated and you got caught and here you are in this kind of level. It depends on the relationship and the stage that you're in. You know, obviously, if you have issues and you've cheated before, then it's okay for her to ask who's calling, you understand? But if you're just meeting her, you know, girls, if you're just meeting him, you don't need to look through his phone. You don't even need to ask him who that was who called. You really don't. That just sounds nosy and uh, obstructive, jealous, obsessive, possessive. It's a negative. Number 11, she doesn't like your friends. Of course, you're not going to like his friends all the time. And you're not going to like all of his friends because some friends might be cool. Some of them might be jerks. Some of them you might find as bad influences on the relationship. Still, that's none of your business. If you're together with him and he's got these friends that are longstanding, these friends are going to take precedence over you in the beginning of the relationship because he's already established this relationship with his friends. So there really isn't your place to say, you know, I don't want you going out with these guys because it's okay if you're... It depends, like I said, it depends on the level and how deep your relationship is. I'm just talking about if you just meet the person for the first time or for a couple of dates and you meet his friends and you're like, I don't like your friends. Your friends are jerks or I don't like that guy. I don't want you going out with that guy. You're out of line. Now, if you're in a committed relationship and you've been together for a long time and you've seen that this guy that you don't like has caused problems in your relationship already, then it's okay to say, you know what? He's, he's been causing a lot of problems. 12, we're getting into the physical. Too much perfume. Who doesn't, who doesn't hate that? Too much perfume on a woman stinks. A lot of times women don't understand. They don't smell it on themselves because you are so used to smelling it. This is the trick. You know how they say you just put a little drop here and there? Okay, I agree with that. 
please don't spray perfume on your hair. Why are you doing that? Perfume on your hair, first of all, is going to stay on your hair. And everywhere you walk, it's going to stink. And it might not be in a good way. Also, if you spray it in the roots of your hair, you're grabbing the oils in your roots, in your scalp. It's going to smell different than the rest of your body. So what are you going to do? You're going to put it where your perfume spots go. Okay? Just a little bit of spray, like on a cotton ball. And then I would rub the cotton ball behind my earlobes. And then on the inside of your wrist and inside your elbow. That's it. Really, that's it. That's all you need. If you don't have a cotton ball, well, then you're going to have to just spray it into a finger and then just use your finger and put it behind your earlobes. And that's it. Because I'm telling you, once you have perfume and it mixes with your body oils, it's going to smell different. That's why when you go out and you buy perfume, you always make sure that you walk around a little bit before you buy it. Spray it on that little card that they give you at the mall or whatever, wherever you get your perfume. And you say, oh, it smells really good. Yeah, I'll take this. Don't do it. You haven't sprayed it on yourself. The card doesn't have any oils. You know how perfume smells different on different people, like the same perfume? What smells good on me won't smell good on you because we have different uh, pheromones. We have different human pheromones. And those pheromones will mix with certain scents. You know, but what I do is I spray it on the card. I smell it. I put it in my bag or whatever, and I walk around for about an hour, and then I'll smell it again. If it smells really good, then I'll spray a little bit on my finger, I'll put some on my wrist, and then I'll walk around the mall for about an hour, I'll come back and I'll smell it again, and it changed already, that smell, compared to the card, it's going to be a totally different scent. Try it. 13. Too much makeup. A lot of guys don't like a lot of makeup. I don't think anybody does. It sounds... You know, you don't want to look like Tammy Faye Baker. I mean, let's just admit it. It's too much. You know, don't put too much makeup on. You don't need too much makeup on. It, even if you go to like a gala event, you don't need too much makeup on. If you're into false eyelashes, that's cool. But why wear the real big fake ones that are like two inches long? That looks ridiculous. Especially if you're just going to work. You know, why, why wear that? So just if you need false eyelashes, which I would not recommend unless you're going somewhere or you're doing something special... You don't have to get the two-inch ones. Get the ones that look natural. Also, heavy on the eyeliner. If you're a blonde, you don't want to wear black eyeliner. You want to wear brown eyeliner. Because if you're fair-skinned, you don't want to wear black eyeliner unless you want to look like a gothic chick. You see? If you're a brunette, you could wear black eyeliner. But if you're fair-skinned, be careful. Sometimes brown-black eye pencil is actually better than just plain black. Black Black-brown. Try it. And lipstick. You don't want to wear bright red lipstick all day. You don't want to wear purple lips, lipstick or blue lipstick. If you do, be very careful how you wear it. You know, you have to make sure that you are... A lot of these matte lipsticks will bring out the uh, lines in your lips and make your lips dry. So what I do, you could wear dark lipstick colors, but just put chapstick underneath first and then put the lipstick on top. And that'll keep your lips moisturized. It will, it will still show up as a matte lipstick, but it won't dry up your mouth and make it cracked looking. Nobody wants to kiss a dry, cracked lip. That's gross, right? And if you want to wear, you know, blue lipstick, that's fine. I mean, if you're young and you want to go, that's fine. That's okay. But match it up with the rest of you, you know, match it up with the rest of your hair and your makeup. Match it up, you know, but that's like I said, I, I wouldn't wear that unless it's nighttime. I wouldn't wear bright lipsticks unless it's nighttime. And if it is daytime, it depends on where you go. 
So on a date, you know, just be careful. Natural lipsticks are always nicer looking and easier to kiss, you know, than something that's going to get all over him and he might not like that. So yeah, I know, I know you don't have to conform to him. I get it. I understand. I'm hearing people saying that, but no, I'm not saying that you should change yourself and you can find the guy that's going to like you. But if you haven't found anybody yet, and some of these things are on the list of the things that men are turned off by, you might want to take a look at it, right? Just change a little bit of it. Number 14 is no confidence. Nobody likes a woman with no confidence. Confidence is like the number one turn on for any man. Men don't like women with no self-esteem. You have to be confident in yourself. If you feel bad about you, why should anybody feel good about you? You know, confidence is an attractor. It's a magnet. It attracts people into you. 15, talks about X a lot. Yes, we tend to do that, especially when we first meet somebody. So are you divorced? Yes, I'm divorced. Well, when did you get divorced? Oh, I got divorced, you know, five years ago. Oh, why did it end? That's an okay question to ask. Why did the relationship end? Because you want to know if it's, if she's a cheater, you know, well, I kind of cheated on my husband and he found out, you know, you know, you you could say that, right? It's the truth. But you don't want to keep talking about the ex-husband. You don't want to say, yeah, I got divorced five years ago, and yeah, he was such a jerk. Well, let me tell you, he did da 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 and he did that, and he did that, and I was like, all right. You already lost him, this new guy, because he's thinking, is she still, you know, is she still hooked on him? Why is she still talking about her ex? When it's over, it's over. Or you can decline to answer if he says, so are you divorced? Yes. Well, when did you get divorced? Five years ago. Oh, how did it end? Oh, it was, you know, we just didn't get along, but I really don't want to talk about him. Tell me about you. That's how you flip the conversation, just like that. 16 is does not appreciate him. So the woman does not appreciate the man. He does little things around the house or he does little things for her. He calls her and, you know, maybe not all the time, but calls her, you know, just to see how she's doing. It's nice, you know, but she doesn't appreciate it. She doesn't even pay attention. She doesn't give him kudos. She doesn't say, you know, I really like it when you ask about me. That's really nice that you did that. Or, you know, thank you for sending me flowers. That was cool. You know, or he shows up with flowers or he shows up with candy or he shows up with something. It's like, oh, that's really sweet. Or uh, it's nice, you know, that you took me here. I like this place that you picked, you know, or just appreciate him for what he does for you. Appreciate him for little things. Men love to be appreciated. It's a virtual pat on the back. More than that, though, from coming from a woman, it's more than that. So it's nice. Number 17 is she's selfish. So by that, I mean, she doesn't want to give up uh, time to the man. She doesn't want to share anything with him. It's, you know, just secretive, mysterious, doesn't want to just basically kind of like a introverted crab, you know, doesn't want to do anything with him that's part of her life, like doesn't allow him to be a part of her life. So he wants to be a part of your life. If you care about him, include him in your plans, you know, include him in things that you do. If you're a single mom and you don't want him around your kids, why? Then why are you dating him? Then get rid of him. If you care about this guy, you know, you don't have to always go out with your kids 
alone. I understand the loyalty there, but if you like this guy and you're giving him a chance, then bring him along. You know, say, hey, you know, we're going to go to the zoo. Would you like to come? That's great. Yeah. You know, or I'm going out with some friends. Would you like to come? Yeah, sure. You know, number 18, doesn't want to try new things in bed. Well, this should have been up where the sex part was, but you're boring. I understand that some women have issues with sexual sexuality. I understand I'm going to call it a problem because it is a problem. If you can't be 100% comfortable with the person that you're with in bed, if you can't be 100% free with your thoughts and body with someone that you say you love, then you have a problem you need to fix because a man will get turned off. If he gets to a point where you've been together for a while, you've done basic stuff, and then he wants to try something new and you're like completely shut off to it, like you're no way going to even consider trying it because either it's gross, either you don't like it, either it offends you or you feel like you shouldn't. If you're at a place at that kind of a relationship where you trust each other and you love each other, then there shouldn't be, the word no should not exist in that arena. Do you see what I'm saying? Don't say no to things you've never tried if you're with somebody that you've never tried them with. Don't say no to somebody that you're with to something that you've already tried with someone else and you didn't like because everybody's different. This one might do it in a different way. It might feel differently with this one. So always give in, at least say, look, at least be honest. If you have a problem with it, be honest. Say, Listen, in the past, I've been hurt with this or it bothered me. It didn't make me feel good. But because I love you, I will try. Right? But if it doesn't work, you know, you don't have to keep doing it. If it doesn't work and you don't like it, again, at least you tried. You shared something special with him. You bonded, okay, by, by sharing that with him. And hopefully he would appreciate that. Number 19 is men don't like women that are too independent because they don't feel needed. A man wants to feel needed. He wants to feel like he's doing something for you. Men fall in love when they give. Women fall in love when they receive. So you have to get him to give you something or to do something for you. The more that you do that, the more that he will fall for you because he feels needed. He feels appreciated. You're not completely independent to where, and I had talked about this in another episode where chivalry is not dead, you know, or chivalry could be dead, where men open the door for you. Like, you don't have to say, no, I got my own door. <sighs> wow. Picture yourself trying to do a favor for somebody and they say, no, 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 I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you mean don't worry about it? So you don't appreciate what I'm doing for you. I'm trying to help you over here, you know. It's okay to be a lady. It's okay to accept things given to you. It's okay to take them as gifts. It's okay to say, sure, hold the door for me. Thank you. Wow. It'll be nice. And I'm telling you, you might even get used to it to the point where you get spoiled. Number 20 is stubborn and no compromise. That's the last one. And that's also, you know what? Stubborn and no compromise that we just talked about where you don't want to even try new things. It's sort of the same thing, but it could also be something else. Like, um, let's say you're looking for a new place together and you want a pool, but he doesn't. And he's like, I really don't want a pool back there. I really don't, okay? And you're like, well, I want a pool because I like to swim. You know, I'm sorry. So we're getting a pool. And he's like, um, yeah, I really don't want it because 
who knows, maybe he had some accident when he was a kid or maybe something happened. He doesn't like it. Or maybe he doesn't swim. You know, I just really get freaked out. I don't like the water. Find a compromise somewhere. Like maybe you could do a a jacuzzi or maybe you could do like a small kind of pond thing, like a smaller, not a big swimming pool, but an an actual uh, something to just like a wading pool, something small where you could just sit cool and you don't have to swim. Maybe you can compromise, you know, something like that. Why wouldn't that be okay? If you needed to swim, you can go somewhere else to swim. You know, I mean, really, do you need to swim that bad? Try not to be too stubborn. I understand that you want to get your way sometimes, but it seems a little bit controlling. And that might even be part of the list, too. I'm surprised I didn't put that in there. But men don't like women that are controlling, you know, everything, every aspect of their lives, you know. Like, uh, well, I've got the money and I'm going to say that I want the damn pool. And if you don't like it, you don't have to live here. You know, like nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be put in that position. A compromise means that you are unselfish, that you are willing to change and you are willing to meet someone halfway means a lot. It means that you are a flexible person, that you're emotionally intelligent. I mean, flexibility is, is a big deal in a relationship because you can't be happy all the time and you're not going to find happiness all the time. Definitely you will find areas where you don't agree but if you don't find the middle ground and you're not willing to step into that middle ground and you're just going to you know I draw the line and that's it then you're going to limit yourself to a lot of people and a lot of situations and you're just going to limit yourself to being yourself by yourself is really what's going to happen. If you've had issues in the past And uh, with relationships and you think that some of these things that you do or some of these things hit home and you're like, oh, my God, that's me, you know, (laughs) go back on this and listen to it again and and see if there's something you could maybe tweak a little. You don't have to change completely. I'm not saying that you have to change your personality to attract the right guy. I'm just saying that these are the turnoffs that most men have. Put yourself in the pool of most men. All right, girls. I hope that this helped. And if you are a man and you listened and you can add to this list or don't agree with this list, let me know. You can reach me on Instagram or rosannamodpod at Gmail. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you very much. Tomorrow's Friday Foods. And until then... How do we end it? In with the outro. Thanks for stopping in. Don't forget to like, share, and comment. And I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. And what do we say? 